This is Brian Collins. I'm a uh, former Walt Disney Imagineer, and you're listening to the most wonderful podcast to hit the airwaves, Mousecapade. You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's our problem free philosophy. Hey, hey, happy hump day, everybody. Thanks for bringing us into your home, car, or wherever you may be. This is Nick, and I'm joined by Stephanie. This is episode 433, and we're bringing you all the latest news and rumors, with a little bit of history, too. But before I begin, I want to encourage you to check out our friends over at WaltExpress.com. You can join their newsletter, become a Disney expert on all things Disney. We're talking about deals, tips, and info on all things Disney. I don't even have them pulled up right now, which is a first, Stephanie. Listeners, I apologize. But uh, they've been posting a lot of really cool articles right now, and our friends are currently at the happiest place on Earth. I think they just did a Facebook Live just the other day, actually a few days ago. They're there right now, and they're writing blogs for all of us to enjoy. So go ahead and check them out over at waltexpress.com. So first news story. Can we go there? Because you have a really cool one that you just brought up to me. (laughs) Yeah, I just asked if you had heard about this. Now, this was not, um, this was kind of about a week and a half ago, maybe. I think I I was wishing um, last week when we were recording, I wasn't there because I was in Disney World and I was thinking, oh my goodness, I want to be reporting this story. It's cracking me up. Um, But I got this news alert on my phone that Disney World, there was a Disney World guest and she lost her boyfriend in Epcot for hours and her plea for help went viral. And so she got tons of comments and hashtags all over to find this missing boyfriend. And just reading the article, I could not help but laugh. So you didn't hear about it at all? I haven't heard anything. No, nothing. Okay, well, she had to get a little creative. She lost her boyfriend at Walt Disney World at Epcot. It was Brittany Blake and her boyfriend was uh, Gregory Turco. So they went to they went on a couple a couple's vacation and they were exploring Epcot and they got separated and his phone had died. So he had no battery left on his phone and she could not find him. So for hours she was looking for her boyfriend and I mean the park gets crowded your phone is really your best bet to find someone and she was helpless so finally she posted um, a hilarious cry for help on the disney annual pass holders facebook group and she said this is a weird post but i lost my boyfriend in epcot today and i haven't been able to find him for hours because his phone is dead if anyone sees him can they tell him to meet me at the mexican pavilion p.s i'm the one who's nervously here uh because i hate or I'm who, who's nervously here drinking because I hate being alone. He's probably off drinking. So um, she got 1,300 comments, nearly 700 reactions in the first two hours after it had posted. And then she posted a picture of him and he's wearing this like outrageous Hawaiian tropical shirt. So some people were commenting and said like, have you checked P. Sherman 42 Wallaby Way, Sydney? (laughs) Priceless. I know, making that funny Finding Nemo reference. And um, yeah, all these these comments were just hilarious. She did find him. He was riding the Frozen ride. So did she find him or did he find her? Uh, She found, it sounds like she found him. It says, update on my boyfriend, found on the Frozen ride. He was drinking all day while looking for me. By the way, thanks everyone for the nice comments. So he left, wanted to go ride Frozen. 
Mm-hmm. Three hours. Not looking for his girlfriend. Right. He was in line. <laughs> Not even oh. like searching. Just like, eh, I guess I'll go on some rides by myself. So she sat around. I wonder if she sat at the pavilion for yeah. three hours. Drinking margaritas and eating churros. Yeah, who knows? Maybe. I think Dude. that's probably what I would do. We So we used that while we were there and said we need a meetup location. If we were to get separated for some strange me- reason and somebody doesn't have a phone, where do you meet up? Because that's... Right. I, yeah, what would you do? What do you do in that case? I have no idea. It's I don't know like either. They can make, it's not like you're at a, a store where they can make an all call. And I was thinking you could even go to like security, but yet they're just going to radio personnel i mean i guess if you tell the security officer what your boyfriend was wearing right but how many people are wearing i wonder if he was wearing a hawaiian shirt that day yeah and it was i mean it was pretty brightly colored and there's not to be honest with you there's not that many people wearing hawaiian shirts i wear my hawaiian shirts every time i go out there well most of the times not all the times it's just fun it's a fun party shirt right right you're having a good time throw the hawaiian shirt on especially in the warmer weather when i go out there in the summer months mm-hmm. there is really not that many people wearing hawaiian shirts to be honest no with you. i mean he looked pretty uh pretty hard to miss in that shirt another comment said um at some point you need to give up and take the gift that's in front of you you're now a single rider and that's almost like having a fast pass this is his loss <laughs> That's true. <laughs> like, yeah, you probably. That's a fun story. On. Did she come back on after she said I found him? Did she say anything else after that? No, she just updated and said that she had found him, and it was near the closing time for Epcot that she actually posted. Hmm. A lot of people were teasing her and making fun of the fact that, you know, some people lose children or something that you would expect, but like. I lost my boyfriend at Epcot. Like, mm-hmm. I find it kind of ironic. So here's a little irony for you that she found him in the Frozen ride. And, you know, the, the premiere song there is Let It Go. <laughs> you know, right? So I just, just dawned on me. You know, he's he's riding the ride. Just go ahead and let it go. Let it go. Forget it. Yeah, okay. he's like, I'm done. Not finding her. Dude, that's funny. Yeah. So when you, you just got back. And mm-hmm. did you see anybody, like, with their dog, like their service dogs walking around or anything? I did. You did, a handful of times you see it more often now than we ever have in the parks i think i only saw it maybe twice so spirit jerseys are a thing okay and a lot of people are really into them you see them all over the parks people wearing them you see them all over the social media uh people posting their pictures and things like that i don't own a, a spirit jersey maybe nope. possibly to you nope. so they're selling these now for your dog pets yes all right and i don't know Pet maybe wear. if you saw these in the stores we didn't go in many souvenir shops. We try and keep Lucy away from those. I know, right? <laughs> it's a safe thing to do. They grow out of it. They do. Okay. Trust okay. me. <laughs> so the Disney uh, Parks app uh, that you can go on and purchase stuff is now selling them as well. And they're available. Oh, excuse me. Corrected. They're only available uh, in the park app for purchase. But I, I was looking at these spirit jerseys and it, it really is. They look kind of funny, to be honest. With you. They look like a little tiny apron. That you just wrap around your dog and you know it says Walt Disney on it. But now you can dress your service dog up while you're at the parks. Hmm. But I wonder if they're going to have some Velcro attached to it somewhere where you can still put where it says service dog on the sides. I don't know. Is there any law saying you have to have a service dog displayed on a vest? I don't know. I don't know if there's actually a law for that. I mean, you would just assume if, if a dog is going to be... In the park, it's going to be a service dog. People right. can't just bring their dogs in. So I don't know if they have to actually have the the part that says service dog on there. It's just kind of a no-brainer. And I hope they have various colors because all I saw was like a gray and a black. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping they have colors as well. Yeah. Uh, kind of. It just seems like another way for Make them it to pop. Make money. Make money. I know, mm-hmm. right? How else can we make money? Let's Whoop. see. Service dogs. How about that? Right. So their money-making machine, which oh, brings yeah. me to, and let me uh, file through my papers here. Flight of Passage and, um, oh my gosh, I'm drawing a blank here. I am totally drawn. Navi River, thank you. I read your mind. Yeah, you did. Apparently, did you read the article that that attraction, all of that was shut down because they, people could smell something burning? Yes, that happened while we were there. While you were there. Yeah. Okay, so the attraction inside Pandora. So Mm -hmm. this article says both attractions, but I read some other stuff and- from what I gathered, it was just Flight of Passage. When you were there, did you hear if it was both? It was, so it was actually opposite. 
Gosh. Okay. Well, according to a guest service member, because we were at Animal Kingdom the next day, and okay. I was talking to guest service, and he had said that that ride was going to be extra busy today because it was shut down the day before. Okay. And then he said, apparently, the alarm went off at Navi River, and since the alarm went off at Navi River, they also had to oh, okay, that makes sense. Passage. So the, the reports, according, according to this article... Both rides were completely shut down and evacuated due to a burning smell. The walkway paths in the entire standby area in front of both attractions have been cleared, uh, have been cleared as well, and have remained closed. According, like, I don't know how long it was closed for that day, but it sounds like it was closed for quite a while. What's funny, how I'm relating this to the money making machine? People were posting online saying, "Oh, it was Disney's." money machine that they take you know all the money that we give them burning you know it's just something funny i don't want 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 but that made me think of this story because i read a lot of people commenting saying it's all our money burning and disney's you know money making machine right and i wonder what they had to do though for that you know i I don't know give them because imagine if that line had was at least two hour wait the entire time we were there Sometimes three hours. So from the moment the park opened until closed, it never had less than 100. Well, no, I think sometimes it had 120 minutes, but most time it was 180, sometimes 210 minutes of a wait. So if you had been waiting and then all of a sudden you lose your spot in line because of this smoke smell, do you think you had a fast pass to go on it the next day or to go on it later that day? So I know what they do is... with their MDE account, what they're going to do is they're just going to give you another fast pass for any attraction. Okay. So you can use this fast pass for any attraction, so and then there you go. The flight of passage, though? If it opened back up, I mean, so what Disney's going to do is they're going to offer you to hold out and wait until it opens back up, or they're going to offer you an extra, not an extra one, but a fast pass to replace the one that you no longer have okay. because the ride's been shut down. And you can choose anywhere you'd like to go. Well, that would definitely be the right to go Anytime to. Anytime fast pass. <laughs> it was a long line. So anyway, what else you got going on? What did what'd you find this week? Um, the walk around the world bricks are being removed at Magic Kingdom. Did you y- hear that? Yes, they are. They are They are being um, torn out of there, and they're selling them over at uh, a couple locations. Primarily, I think, over at Disney Springs. Yes. And where you can go ahead and engrave your names into the hexagon, right? Yeah, because I guess people wanted their brick like i want the brick that, so you, you, but you couldn't because they're just tearing them out and you can't just get your brick so i think you can i think you can go back as as long as you have the dump the id number and the proper documentation they can find your brick and you can go ahead and purchase that brick or you can purchase a brand new one if people want like a commemorative uh commemorative excuse me brick with their family's name on it so I have, in this article I have here, it says, since they are, were not designed to be removed individually, the retired bricks will not be available for guests to take Oh, home. really? Instead, guests who sponsored a brick may purchase a commemorative version between now and August 31st. And okay. that's at Tomorrowland Light and Power Company. Well, then I, so what article, what article is that? Because I think I reported that uh, this is a, a wrong tourist then. Blog. Okay. Well, then I may have reported that wrong last week. Um, I talked about it and I think, I thought I had said you can grab your original brick. Maybe I didn't. Um, I apologize, listeners, if I, if I reported that wrong. But well, you, uh, if, there you go. If you had a brick, you, they'll give you a discount. You get a special price okay. of $10. Okay. So if you didn't, you can pay $30 and get a brick. But if you had one already, they're going to discount it and give you a $10 brick. Got so it. So you can take that one home. And what's interesting about these bricks, you know, they only guarantee it for a certain length of time. Mm-hmm. So I think for these guys, what was it, 2011? Yes, it was. Okay. It was 2011 for these guys? Of course, some people said that was kind of the, the fine print, and they really thought it was going to be there forever. But it did say in the fine print that it was 2011, was as long as it would be displayed, and then after that, who knows? Right. Um, did you do any uh, mobile ordering while you were there this past week? You know, I couldn't get the app to take our new credit card. What? So we couldn't. Yeah. Are you serious? It. That app was messing up quite a bit while we were there. And it would not accept our new credit card. It has been, I would say, the last couple months. It's been crashing. Mm-hmm. We're talking fast passes, yep. all jacked up. We had that. Uh, disappearing, you know, happened to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking even uh, room reservations being all jacked up. 
I ever said fast passes. Mobile ordering, it never did update on my end with the new updates and stuff like that. I could, you know, we, we talked about this yeah. offline and uh, while we were recording. It never, I never had the new facade or face to the new mobile ordering uh, inside my MDE account. Uh, so I don't, I don't know what happened there. I don't know if I my my phone didn't update. I could have sworn it did because I, I, I updated before I left. I manually updated to make sure I had everything. But um, yeah, so that app has been going through some issues lately, and I don't know what the fix is on this one. I don't know. I didn't. We didn't have that last year when we were there, but we also didn't use it as much as we did this time. So, you know, right? Exactly. So everyone else is probably in the same boat. I can only imagine that more and more people are using it uh you know when you have more and more users then i mean things are going to happen right things are going to crash yeah so while i was asking because over at disneyland so disneyland's starting to get with it with the whole mobile aspect of things and so you know they had a facelift and they got mobile ordering so disneyland's tiki juice bar is going to be testing uh the mobile ordering only for Dole Whips and I and I, I know you've had a Dole Whip before oh I have yes I have and so you can go ahead and and order a Dole Whip through the mobile app now it's only Dole Whips if you're out there at Disneyland and the article goes on to state you know as the Disneyland park gets ready to uh, for the May 31st opening of Star Wars Galaxy Edge it has some it's having some crowd uh, issues or some traffic issues that they want to sort out and so according to the Orange County Register In an effort to find ways to reduce congestion, Disneyland will be running a test from March 28th through the 30th, during which products at the Tiki Juice Bar will only be available through mobile ordering via the Disneyland app. This test run, it goes on to, oh, so this test run is actually called, this is really cool, so if you're a Star Wars fan, you know exactly what I'm saying here. This test run is called Project Stardust. It's part of Project Stardust. So if you've watched Rogue One, the uh, Star Wars Rogue One, there was a project called Stardust, which was the project plans for the Death Star. Okay. So it's kind of cool that they're playing into this. So there you go. They're testing traffic con- congestion issues, and they're going to be allowing people to at Disneyland to order via the app March 28th through the 30th only for Dole Whips. Well, good job, Disneyland. I'm glad they're kind of catching up there with some of that stuff. Yeah, they've, they've been instituting a lot of... Uh, a lot of things, you know, with the Disney Max Pass that came out a while back, um, you know, so I don't even know how many rides actually have the paper tickets left, or maybe all of them do. It's been some years since I've been out there to Disneyland, I so ask. I can't speak on that per se. Okay. And even our Disneyland insider, Ethan, it's been a good year or so since he's been on the podcast, so um, I, I should probably shoot out a text to him and, and ask him, are paper fast passes completely done with or you know with the disney max pass system they've got the disney max pass system right where you it encompasses photo pass and fast passes ten dollars a day per person so that's kind of a really cool thing i wish you know if disney i'm shocked they don't do the same thing over disney world to be honest with you i almost think actually disney would make probably more money that way with it with the photo pass Mm-hmm. You know the way it, the way it is structured right now, but yeah, this is just one more thing that they're that they're testing, and so pretty soon Disneyland. If you're out there at Disneyland or in Anaheim, or you're out there in that area in that region, you go to Disneyland more so than you do the world. Uh, this is a great thing. This is going to change honestly your life and the way you do things at the parks because nice. you're not going to have to wait in line. Yeah. You can order while you're on the way. I was and so upset that I couldn't order. Through, because it's so much faster and waiting than those lines it does it just it, so it eats up all your time so when you order it truly does and so when you order especially so aloha isle there at walt disney world and you want to get your dough whip line. yeah that line is outrageous so i stood in line and i knew i should have ordered via the app but i'm like we're right across like we were just catty corner from mm-hmm. aloha isle so i got in line i as soon as i stood there i'm like dude i am not waiting in this line so ordered my dole whips and so it will take you through a transition of, you know, your order, you placed your order, your order's in processing, your order is ready, and it'll send you an alert. Uh, it's only going to start your order once you say you're there. So not only do you have to order it, but you also have to say, hey, I'm here. I'm here to pick it up. Even if you're not there, say you're there anyway. So by the time you walk up, your food is waiting on the counter for you, you know. 
Just don't do it when you're halfway across the park and then your dollops all melted all over. <laughs> right, right. What else you got? Um, and this, I, this is sort of something that I, I don't have a lot of information on, um, but it says that Blog Mickey has uncovered a construction permit for what's likely to be a massive projection dome in the new Guardians of Galaxy roller coaster under construction at Epcot. Have you heard anything about that? No, I have not. So it sounds like um, we're going to have some map projecting going on during the ride. Mm -hmm. It says the permit is a fabrication and installation of show screens. So that's what they are. That's what they they permit it for, which is why they're they're guessing that it's going to be this massive projection dome. Um, And it says at the address associated with this project, um, the sorry, the contractor is uh, Spitz Incorporated performing the work so they're the world's leading provider of dome projection screens i wonder if they did the same thing for planet hollywood they're disney springs i wonder if it's the same contractor if they use that person as well right i have no idea it's something we can look up and and figure that out yeah they've done like the imax it says they have done some of, of disney i'm not sure where they've done universal studios so they've got some impressive stuff and um it says that the rumored budget of this attraction should allow for plenty of screen-based and advanced audio animatronics wizard, wizardry. So, lots of stuff going on there with Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians well, of the Galaxy, sorry. Yeah. No, it's all good. Disney Water Parks to launch Splash Pack Bundle pilot on March 26th. So, that happened just a, a, a day ago. Uh, beginning on March 26th, so a day ago, uh, part of a six-week pilot Guests will have the option to purchase all of their water park necessities in an easy and convenient way. The new Splash Pack bundle will include a food and beverage entree, dessert, and a refillable drink mug, and a Disney-themed souvenir towel for a bundled price. Now, with the purchase of the Splash Pack, guests will receive select food and beverages at the park, like I said, a refillable mug, a themed towel. Now, here's the pricing. This is not bad at all. Each Splash pack is $44 per person. And that comes with refillable. Well, plus tax. but And a towel. That is reasonably priced. Yeah, that's not bad. That's a great deal. Yeah. And I don't know if you've ever been to a water park at Disney. They're amazing. They're fun. I have not I mean, been. So, I mean, you can go to a water park anywhere. But the beauty of these, they're themed, you know, and a lot of your water parks across the country aren't really, th- they're not really right. themed. These are themed and it's at Disney. And everything Disney does, they do it right. Right. Uh, so they're they're really amazing. Now, how are the lines at the water parks? Not bad at all. Okay. Like honestly, not bad so at all. So it's not Disney lines. No, 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 no. Uh, they're popular, but they're not like as popular. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so I mean, if you definitely go early on in the day, or later in the evening, it's going to you be your best bet, like long. anything else. But uh, they're fun. So I mean, so go ahead and check this out. That's so a I great had seen price. That splash pack, but I did not research more to figure out what the price was. So forty-four. 49? 40, yeah, 44 bucks plus tax. Not bad. For the splash pack. D- uh, tickets are now on sale for the pop-up Disney, that Mickey celebration that we were talking about down in downtown Disney in Anaheim. Mm-hmm. Remember we were talking about that? So the Disneyland Resort has announced officially that tickets are now on sale for the pop-up Disney and Mickey celebration. It's a new uh, exhibition that is opening soon in the former ESPN Zone building in downtown Disney. Been there. It's a pretty cool building, by the way. When I when I ran a uh, Disney marathon out there for my Coast to Coast Challenge, part of that. Uh, that's where you go when you register for after you've registered to pick up all of your stuff. And it's a really neat building down there. Guests will wander through several themed rooms filled with displays. You can even pose as Mickey's co-pilot aboard the wack, his wacky airplane. So this is the cartoon in the Silly Symphony playing crazy. So you walk into this sort of like the Festival of the Arts where you can walk behind. It's layers. So you can walk behind like a famous painting as if you're in it. And so, same rules apply here, the same concept. I saw some of the pictures online that looked really cool that you can actually be inside of a silly symphony. It'd be kind of neat if PhotoPass, though, down there could implement sort of um, to make the picture black and white. Or what you could do in this case with the silly symphony, right? Just even with your camera phone, make it, filter it into black and white. You know, instead of instead of it being black and white around you, and you're the only right, and you're the only thing in color, yeah, right. Because if you walked through the panels, you know, especially with the silly symphonies, you're going to be in color when the panels are all in black and white. Neat. 
Let's see here. Uh, let's see here. You can even pose as Mickey's co-pilot. I said that earlier. Sorry. This opens up on the 26th of April and continues for just a limited time. Hours are 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. daily. Tickets, it says here, must be purchased in advance and are good for a specific day and time. So you can't just purchase a ticket and show up. It has to be for a specific day and time. You probably do that so it's not too overly crowded. Right. That's a good I idea. I would assume. Tickets include five hours of complimentary parking in the downtown Disney lot. That's a good thing mm-hmm. with validation. So uh, tickets here says if uh, Monday through Thursday before 4 p.m., $30 per person. Evenings and weekends jump up to $38 per person. Okay. The, in addition, though, the pop-up Disney shop is going to feature special artwork available for purchase plus souvenirs. Uh, of course, you're going to have those spirit jerseys. You're going to have the hats, the socks, the popcorn buckets, and all that. All and the cool things. Where was that pop-up? So that's going to be in the ESPN's, uh, the ESPN building. Okay. The ESPN zone down there at the end of downtown Disney. Okay. Really, really, really cool. Finally, though, over at Marceline's Confectionery, I apologize. I didn't mean to cut you off if I did. Uh, yeah. If you show your ticket, um, show your ticket to be able to purchase special Mickey-shaped treats. And there's one that's a, it's called a fudge on a stick. It's a metallic cake pop. So it's Mickey ears. It's all spherical. Uh-huh. And it's a cake pop. It's totally metallic. It looks really cool. Okay. Looks like you're biting into a piece of metal. But it's a cake pop. Wow. Neat. Disney has fun food. I do like that. Um, did you hear anything about the... Sorry, I'm pulling up my phone. In Disneyland and Walt Disney World, so they have a stroller size limit, which I did not know. And apparently they're going to possibly start enforcing it a little more, but it is in their fine print somewhere that you are not supposed to have strollers that are larger than 36 by 52 inches. Um, And anything larger is prohibited, including a no wagon policy. So while I was there, there was wagons. So I saw those, yes, that convert into strollers. And this is where people get away with it. And they, what they, it's a stroller that converts into a wagon and it has a liner. And so I actually saw a family, I was with Tim, fill it up with ice and put all of their drinks and stuff in it. I don't know where they got the ice. That's, Tim and I are still puzzled. Huh. Yeah. Do you think maybe they filled it up before they came to the hotel? No, or we. The, the park? So we watched them uh, coming because they came in with us. They had it as a wagon. They were told they couldn't bring it in. They said, okay, but so they did enforce it. That, uh, guest services did at, at the beginning, but they said, hey, it's, it's a stroller. So they erected the thing into the stroller, like it transformed. And then when they got back in the park, we saw them later on in the day. And it was back, it was to back a into a stroller. This was at Epcot, actually. And it, it had ice in it. We don't know where they got the ice. Anyway, and they had drinks in it. They're just roll, toting it around like you towed a kid in a wagon. Yeah. But what's your article say? Yeah, so they're going to start just, reinforcing this stuff? Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know they had a stroller policy or any sort of limit on a stroller. But they just, they said there was a, a post from Lynn Testa saying that it's going to start enforcing that stroller size limit and that no wagon policy. So I guess they're having a little bit of troubles. I do know at the end of the night when you are leaving Magic Kingdom, it is really hard to get a stroller through that crowd after the fireworks Oh, show. for sure. Holy moly. So I guess just part, part of that and the amount of crowds going through there and it, it just being too big so what are the what about like triplets i mean you see i've seen side-by-side strollers i've even seen the three strollers or yeah. the three seats in a row mm-hmm. type of stroller the, like, so what school about, bus strollers? yeah so yeah exactly so what about like those or do you think those would exceed the limit oh yeah i'm sure they would exceed the limit i wonder you just if you just have to do two strollers that's a lot of it's, carrying around stuff mm-hmm. i mean and keeping track because Disney movies are stroller all over. The oh, park. I know. Even when you park it, mm-hmm. they it's do never mo- in the same spot. They do move it. Yes. So can you imagine having to figure out where two of them were? No, man. Yeah, that would be hard. So I mean, that is th- kind of difficult for people with triplets or with lots of right, kids. right. I don't know. I don't know what they would do. I wonder. I wonder if the strollers are just getting in the way of everything. Like it, it can't be because they're taking up space. At the parking area for the strollers, right? I, because I don't know. It, it, because if you, it's possible because the stroller lots are so jam packed. Oh, they are even more so now than they were years ago. Oh, I pass by them all the time, thinking our next child we're gonna have to deal with all this again. And I'll be honest, I hated dealing with strollers. I hated trying to find a stroller yep. parking area. I just hated it. 
because it, it brings on a lot of added stress. It's a little bit of anxiety it, built up. It really it. is. Where am I gonna put this? It really is. And then you're like, so I have to go over here and park the stroller, which is means that maybe like 20 more people can get in line ahead of me. Mm-hmm. And so all that's going through your brain. You're thinking I'm gonna get there late now. Yeah. I should have been here sooner. And it, it's just a one big mess. But so here's my thing. Here would be my argument. Two or three strollers would be much. If I had to go to two or three strollers, would be would take up way more room than if I had a stroller that had three seats in it. I agree. I definitely so, agree with that. So I don't know if this is like a traffic thing. I don't know. Or maybe it's just the wagon policy that they're going to start enforcing. Like maybe they wouldn't turn you away if you're sitting there with six children in a stroller and you've got one of those huge school bus sized strollers right. going, look, I clearly have six kids. They're all in this stroller. How are you going to tell me to leave the park? Dude, at that point, but, you're going to have like one of those hanging harnesses from uh, Soren, right? And on your shoulders, right? strapping your kids to it. Mm-hmm. Oh my but gosh. maybe it's just for all those wagon people who then don't buy all the Disney drinks and sure uh, because they, they were able to bring it in and keep it in the wagon. Did you hear about the two lawsuits filed against Disney over the people mover and the injuries that came about? Uh-oh. No. People mover. Think about it, right? It's a slow-moving vehicle, it slow-moving is. ride. This so is relaxing, too. It is. It is relaxing. So according to the Orlando Sentinel report, a pair, so not just one, a pair of lawsuits are seeking more than $15,000 in damages being on the people mover. People want a little bit of that Disney so can you, money. So can you think about where you might get injured in the people mover? I couldn't. When I initially no. read this headline, I'm sitting there thinking, where on the track could you get injured other than entering an area and you have your arms out and okay. maybe you whack it or something, right? Maybe. All right. So this first lawsuit was filed in February and related to an incident back in 2015 when a New Jersey family was vacationing at Walt Disney World. At one point during the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Movers trip, the ride vehicle passes through a dark tunnel directly below Space Mountain. So this is where it happened, right? And it is here where the alleged incident took place. This family say that their car came to an abrupt stop. I've never experienced this before. I've never experienced my, my mover to stop. The lawsuit states... Oh, it did? Yes. Okay. The law states that it was struck from behind by a trailing cart. So after it stopped, they say the cart behind them kept going. I thought they were kind of all on, like, if one stops, they all stop. I thought so, too, but I guess not. I know uh, we've had listeners send us in the past articles on how these things actually operate. And, like, a spinning tire will operate these Hmm. uh, uh, movers. Um, but, um, anyway, so, so both of these, so the second lawsuit is from a similar situation back in February of 2017. So apparently February seems to be the month to file lawsuits. And so this was just filed back on March 1st of this year. So this happened two years ago, just filed. And this lady was vacationing on a girl's trip when the incident took place as well. She says that her ride car only made it a hundred yards along its course before stopping and being hit from behind as well. Apparently, these individuals have had multiple surgeries oh, wow. because of this. I mean, they're not going that fast. How could you get I'm, that? From injury? here, it says neck and back issues. I don't... Anyway. Mm. So, they just, you know, they want money for their medical... Yeah. Uh, money they've been spending on these medical issues. Right. Interesting. Um, that's about all I have. Okay. I've got rumors, but... Okay, so I'll, that that I'll keep going. Let's see, we're about 30 minutes in, and I have a few rumors as well. Here, here we go. So uh, we talked about, no, we talked about Pandora. I want to go over then to, and I here, bear with me, Steph. Here we go. So Disney shares a storyline for Spider-Man attraction coming to California Adventure and Disneyland Paris. So Disney created a fictional organization it's created by Walt Disney World, okay? Walt Disney Imagineering specifically for Spider-Man exclusive. It's called Web, all right? It was actually it actually serves as the foundation for for a guest to experience their own superpowers at a new attraction in a Marvel-themed land coming to Disney California Adventure and Disneyland Paris. And an article on Disney Parks blog, okay? So there's uh, Drake, Mr. Drake of Marvel Global uh, of Marvel Global 
portfolio recently gave some insight to the new attraction to debut at the parks as well as like a backstory to Webb. So here it is. The Avengers are setting up a new headquarters and training facility around the globe to inspire all potential recruits, that's you and I, that are willing to step up and become something more, okay? Become a hero, right? As part of this global initiative, Tony Stark has founded the Worldwide Engineering Brigade. So that's where you get Webb. For short, right? To develop advancements in superpowered technology, including new enhancements to Spider-Man's suit as their debut project. By bringing together the world's brightest young inventors, the web is creating new interfaces that will empower all of us to join the ranks of Earth's mightiest. So you're going to basically become a superpower or superhero with superpowers, according to like uh, a suit that is constructed, right? That will give you superpowers mm-hmm. called web. Worldwide Engineering Brigade. So I have a question then with that. This is going to show just how much I don't know about Disney. I didn't think Marvel had anything to do with it. Oh my gosh, yeah. So Disney owns Marvel. They do? Yeah, so they okay. own yeah all the superhero movies that you know really? have been out. Oh yeah, so Disney yeah, owns see, all of them. There, there it goes, showing how much I don't know about Disney. Now, we did have a listener send in... So Universal. Why do I see more of that in the park? So Universal, right? So Universal has a lot of the Marvel rights. We're starting to see some Marvel attractions in the parks as well. Okay. Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy in Epcot, right? We're gonna have Web here in Disneyland Paris and Disney's California Adventure. Mm-hmm. So they're starting to come into uh, the parks. I'm not totally clear, or do I even begin to say how I understand the details of the contract of as far as just the parks and the rides go. Okay. It's very muddy. There are even issues with east side and west side of the Mississippi in the contract, according to rides, right, with Marvel rides in the parks. But Marvel, but Disney like does own Marvel's... Huh? I feel like that would draw a big crowd. You get oh, for, for sure. There's a lot of Spider-Man. And so, and then with the 21st Century Fox mer- or buyout by Disney, so Disney now owns X-Men, or X-Men, I should say. As of last week, they own X-Men, they own the Fantastic Four, and now they own Deadpool. So, <laughs> and that's going to be the most interesting one, Deadpool. I don't know if you've seen a Deadpool movie. I haven't. But I know our listeners have, and they're probably wondering the exact same thing. How that's, so Deadpool uses a lot of foul language. Yeah. So Disney's a family-friendly uh, network. Deadpool's not family-friendly. Right. So anyway, I thought I did see something here about the Bippity Boppity Boutique either shutting down or being closed. Yeah, here we go. Shutting down? Not shutting down. Bippity Boppity Boutique in Disneyland Park to be closed May 16th through the 23rd. It's going to be closed for about a week. Uh, beginning May 16th. So according to a cast member, reservations for makeovers are not being taken for those dates at all. And at this time, no one knows the scope of any refurbishments that may be taking place. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Maybe it's to refurb, but they didn't even announce that that's why they're doing it. They just kept it totally secret. Yeah, that's all I got too. And you hear the music. So it is time for rumors. So here we go. Boy, (laughs) are you ready? Here we go. You want me to start off or you yeah, want to start off? Okay. Start off. So here I have this coming from Disney Hollywood Studios. Due to drop in the Rise of Resistance attraction, so due to the actual drop, okay? Not that I'm dropping this out here for you. <laughs> okay. Literally the drop of yeah. a ride called the Resistance, a Rise of Resistance. That attraction, the height restriction was going to be 40 inches. Mm-hmm. This will be the first trackless ride from Disney with a height restriction at all. So this could present a problem for those with smaller children, obviously. They can't go. The other attraction in Star Wars called Ga- in Star Wars Galaxy Edge, the simulator experience, experience, excuse me, which is called the Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run, will surely have a height restriction as well. Um, sources also say that the drop won't be Tower of Terror. Terror? Here I go, Terror. Terror. Like, like George Bush. <laughs> Terra organization. <laughs> so, no. So, the drop isn't going to be as drastic as Tower of Terror. Right. Not that extreme. There I go again. Terror. <laughs> it's all right. I, I said it again. Terror <laughs> level. <laughs> I can't believe this. But uh, it's going to give you that sense, that same thrill of yeah. Tower of Terror. 
Okay. You now, did it. I, I have a problem with Tower of Terror. But you know me. Dark. I chicken out. I hate that chicken elevator. I'm, I'm, you have to. I, I, this has a Star Wars tag to it, so I want to see what kind of ride this is going to be. But it's not going to be the same drop. So, so there you go. So that's the rumor that there might be a height restriction to this trackless ride from Disney. Mm-hmm. What yeah. do you have? Um, so I have that they are reporting significant changes to the Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular. Oh no, what's going on? Yeah, so, um, so it includes some new and replaced scenes, plus the removal of its working studio premises that no longer makes sense in the current um, part of the park. So they have said that it is possible that it's going to go on a dark or lengthy time period, or it's going to go dark for a lengthy time period between 2020 to 2021 so a year of just goodbye so i hope they implement some sort of ride like they have at disneyland park that ride is amazing the indiana jones right out there it's sort of like dinosaur ride there in animal kingdom if you've ever been on that same setup but this one is like on steroids it's way better although I don't see that happening though. I wish they, I wish that would happen, but I'm, I'm not sure. I'm glad that they're going to change it up. I think it's gotten old and mundane. Okay. So my own opinion, uh, um, and I, I've seen it quite a bit. I see it every time I go out there because it's worth it. It is a great show. Well, it, and it says here that they're a little bit confused as to how this is a, a possibility because it does draw the crowd still. It, it does. It's still it very, really does. very popular. So for them to close it for an entire year, but then again, the whole, oh, it's going to open up for the 50th celebration. So is that why they're closing it for a year? Just so that they can reopen it and yay, we already have everything for it. And, and now here it is again. Get excited. Just, yeah. just a part of a aha type thing. I don't know. but I wonder where the props are going to go to. I would love to have the ball that rolls, that chases Indy in the cave. Or, or are ma- they going to keep him? The jewel, right, that he's trying to stash, or that he's trying to take. Uh, that'd be kind of neat. Right, where are they going to keep him, right? Yeah. All right, so that's, uh, let's see, I have one more rumor. What else do you have? Uh, I think that's it. Okay, all right, so that was the only rumor you had. Okay, I have one more. This is coming out of Epcot, and we've talked about this a little bit already, but I wanted to emphasize it again one more time because it kind of ties in. And it's also rumored that recently the United Kingdom attraction got approval finally. This attraction would be something small like a carousel or a flat ride, not like a major dark ride or an e-ticket like type of event like for a fast pass or something like mm-hmm. that. But that's kind of neat that that finally got approval out there in the United Kingdom. And also, according to rumors, Brazil got finally got the green light and would be built uh, as Epcot's 12th World Showcase country. I know you've talked about yeah. that already, uh, but uh, it's always been rumored. But I finally saw that it's true like it's finally got its stamp of approval and okay. it's going no to happen rumor. going to happen um so that rumor became a reality spaceship earth we've also known that this has been rumored that it's going to go dark as you said right. earlier for, for refurbishment part of a change to epcot with a nearly now this is what i did not know i thought it was going to be down for a year and a half to two years now we're hearing rumor that it's going to be out for about three years for refurbishment that's a long project. They're also going to take out the Project Tomorrow exit area that you, where you exit out of mm-hmm. and update the ride experience. So I knew they were going, the rumor was at the point in the ride where you're riding up and you see the little boy, the newsboy saying extra, read all about it. From there forward, they're going to re- refurb the entire ride. Oh, wow. So it was about half the ride. I didn't know why they're just not going to refurb the entire ride. Dang. But it being out for three years sounds like that's going to be like a complete overhaul. Now, this is just a rumor, though. Right. So, and that that's all I have for the rumors. I guess it's time for a little bit of history if you want to go there. Teach me something, man. All right, listener, Stephanie, I'm going to take you back. Here we go. We're traveling backwards in time. Right now, we're leaving the world of today behind. So if your imagination is ready, here we go. Okay, so this day in history, back in 1952, the first public announcement of Walt Disney's plans to build Disneyland are printed in the Burbank Daily Review with the headline, Walt Disney Make-Believe Land Project Planned Here. 
Urbank. Okay. Okay. 1.5 million dreamland to rise on the site in Burbank. So it also shows in parentheses here, at this time, Walt's plans call for a park to be built near his studios in Burbank, uh, California. So the stu- so obviously that make-believe park is in Anaheim, California. Just moved a little bit. Right, moved a little bit. But uh, so that was this day in history back in 1952. And it had blueprints too. With the yeah. Yeah. Also, this day in history, back in 1985, legendary actor Bob Hope is on hand for Disney's MGM's official groundbreaking. That's also known as Disney's Hollywood Studios, by the way. And it was called MGM when cast member Chrissy worked there. So that tells you how many years ago she worked there. On a 135-acre plot of land located one mile southwest of Epcot, the park finally opened four years later. And MGM, I tell you what, they're coming up on their... or excuse me, Disney Highway Studios, they're coming up on their, what, 30th anniversary, I believe. Um, what was that date you just said? How long ago? Uh, 1989. Mm-hmm. So I believe, let's see here, didn't they, I want to say the 30th anniversary, though, is coming up here on May 1st, I want to say. Mm-hmm. So if this was in 89, they put it in the right... Right, 99 to 2009 and 2019, that's 30 years. But it's saying that it was built. Yeah, the groundbreaking. Um, right. So maybe they're doing 30 years from the groundbreaking. Because I'm pretty sure they're having their 30th anniversary to come here May, May 1st. That could be it. Yeah. Right? All right. And finally, back, and this is all I got for you, back in 1995, and he is one of my favorites. I love listening to this guy. I have all of his middle, or I have all of his music on digital download probably gonna make fun of me stephanie i know i'm, I'm waiting for it elton john oh elton john i i love elton john dude I, I love his music he's got some great stuff elton john and tim rice are presented with an oscar for best song in a motion picture and can you name this song or the picture disney i, I, I kind of want you to sing it it's, for me. it's disney <laughs> give a guess i don't know Rawr. i'll give you that hint Something Lion King. Yeah, that's right. So, The Lion King's Can You Feel the Love Tonight. Oh, okay. Yeah, you knew you wrote that song, right? Oh, maybe, maybe not. Okay. Oh, my gosh. So, Sorry. awesome performer. There's an actual movie coming out. I saw a trailer just a couple weeks ago on Elton John, and I can't wait to see that one. Um, but anyway, yeah, so Elton John, he is Disney-related, you know, the motion picture, The Lion King's. The Lion King created that song, Can You Feel the Love Tonight. He did. I that song i'm sad that i didn't know that. maybe we need to leave with that song oh at, at the end of this episode yeah. you want to go ahead and leave with that <laughs> song uh and actually one of our i want to say an episode that dave and i did with uh back in the disney renaissance period and how that was really a period that rejuvenated right that, obviously it's title renaissance period mm-hmm. blood into disney and we actually started off with that song uh in the in the beginning when we did our intro of the right 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 so anyway interesting stuff do you have anything else before we go ahead and wrap this up stuff that's it all right listeners if you're interested in being a guest on our show have a question or comment or simply want that free quote don't be bashful people get a little dopey with me and simply text me 407-674-0414 email me mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com or travel at mousecapadespodcast.net check me out on our social media accounts instagram's me mousecapades underscore nick facebook page the mousecapades podcast don't forget to place the in front of mousecapades podcast and finally twitter account mousecapades pod i think it's about that time peace and love enjoy elton john's can you feel the love tonight i know i'm going to Have a magical day, my friends. There's a calm surrender To the rush of day When the heat of a rolling wind can be turned away An enchanted moment And it sees me through It's enough for this restless warrior Just to be with you And can you feel
It's enough for this wide-eyed wanderer Kings and vagabonds believe.